we're going to start off though with uh, an abbreviated. Um, it's uh, abbreviated after back. all. That means it's not quite as long as before. But we'll yep. babble so long, it'll be longer than most we've ever done. That is our new theme song. No, it's for, not. For this. I don't remember it at all. And through the magic of recording, I think we can do. You're this. recording us. <laughs> Don't I have to be informed? This is apropos of episode 514. Headlines, body parts, business malfeasance, the cooking oil heist, kids corner, good old Brian somebody. And from my brother, Chris Combs, no relation. Yes, him. (laughs) 13 minus 12 equals... Hang on. Don't leave me in suspense. 58. Damn right it does. So I guess you're teasing them. Ah. <sighs> where was I? You oh, teasing. yeah. You're gonna I tease. was. Is this is where I'm supposed to be telling you that, please, would you like, subscribe, and follow This Is Truly News? That's please. what we, in the business, that's what we call a tease. Normally, we'd say something like, guy sets record for taking drugs or something like that. Yeah, More in a moment. Yeah. Please remember to like, subscribe, and follow This Is Truly News. There's probably buttons to push and things to click and bells to whistles and that sort of thing. But really, if you just like, subscribe, and follow us, we're good. Bells and thank to whistle? You. Yeah. Okay. You've Maybe. never heard of the famed whistling bells of Turin? <laughs> Turin. Turin, of course. <laughs> no, it's not that true. You don't know second. it. It's not the one in northern Italy. It's the other one. No, fine. In southern northern Italy. <laughs> Smaller. They didn't make a crime show there. Should I shut up and let Sheila's talk? Okay. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Speaking of geography. Because I would never interrupt Sheila. She is just too nice. <laughs> for one thing, she did this for us, which still boggles. Oh, I'm sorry. You were saying something? Yeah, I was going to. Okay. Was trying. The lower 48. You are trying. I am. So you know. The lower 48 United States span about, what, 3,000 miles, right? Well, on my map, it's this much. Right. And that's about 3,000. However. On the globe, it's only this much. <laughs> the true span of the United States is more than triple that. The farthest point east in the United States in relation to the mainland. Yeah. Point Udall on the island of St. Croix in the Caribbean. Okay. Oddly. It's warmer there, by the way. (laughs) Perhaps fittingly, the farthest point west. Why don't we do these shows from there? (laughs) Right? (laughs) The farthest point, my feet would be warmer. The farthest point west on the Pacific, so would my butt. The farthest point west. On the Pacific island of Guam is also called Point Udall. Named after who? Morris? One of them. Really? Two different guys. Morris and Stan. You are so close. Oh, God, that's just scary. <laughs> Same family. Point Udall in St. Croix is named after Stuart Udall. Who oh, Stewie! Stewie! Yeah, who served as Secretary of the Interior for Presidents John F. Kennedy and Lyndon B. Johnson. 
Guam's Point Udall is named for Stewart's brother, Morris, Morris. Yeah. who served as a U.S. congressman from Arizona from 61 to 1991. Yeah. Wow. I never <laughs> suspected. You know the frightening thing about all this? What? I remember Morris Udall. I, so did I. In fact, I didn't know how to pronounce the name till I saw the first name Morris. Don't, exactly. I, Don't I live in his state. Udall or Udall. You know. Never actually met the man. No, but heard enough about him. Can't remember my grandkids' names. <laughs> However. Don't know how I got here. Some obscure. Not really sure why I'm here. Senator from Arizona. That I can remember. Mm-hmm. Of course, he was there for like 30 years. So <laughs> Over to you. A UK man likely set a new narcotics world record, record, record record after consuming 40,000 ecstasy tablets over nearly a decade now by over nearly a decade do they mean just a little bit more than a decade or not quite a decade <laughs> let's call it a decade let's be does it matter really does it does 40, it slam or does thousand. it not that's right not only did he take all those pills but he's still alive which is confusing to those of us that have a clue the extreme drug binge was was originally documented back in 2006 but it is currently up uh, blowing up online after mdma garnered rave reviews among medical experts as a potential post-traumatic stress disorder remedy yep it seems to work extremely well i've read up on this stuff yeah of it course it is from the university of california san francisco so yeah well i would imagine this salt I would imagine. Oh, and New York University. That makes it better. There, New York. That, that guy uh, That guy isn't afraid of anything. <laughs> he should be a superhero. <laughs> and probably was for the better part of a decade. <laughs> to our knowledge, this is the largest amount of ecstasy lifetime consumption ever described, said Dr. Christos, last name I can't pronounce, a psychiatrist based in the UK who co-wrote in the mind-melting case study published in the medical journal Psychosomatics, the mind-melting <laughs> Mind oh, melding? You mean like melting. a Vulcan? No, melting. Oh, like oh, oh, okay. LSD. There we go. The study was significant as up until that point, little had been known with respect to the relationship betwixt both severity and persistence of these disturbances and the lifetime number of ecstasy pills ingested. According to the report, 37-year-old raver known as Mr. A took MDMA heavily from age 21 to 30, so it wasn't quite a decade. Well, now they clarify. After getting really into the club scene, man. But it was almost more than a decade if it would have been. If he'd have been like 19 to 30. Yes. Right there. Also known as Molly. No shit. <laughs> MDMA acts as both a stimulant and psychedelic, producing an energizing effect. Mm -hmm. Distortions in time and perception. Hell, I can do that straight. Yeah, right. And enhanced enjoyment of tactile experiences. Do I like tactile experiences? Well, it depends on the tact. Let's hope it's dull. If yeah, it's a sharp tack, you're not going to. And tile is usually cold unless you're in Udall. <laughs> point Udall. Either you're at point Udall. Yeah, Either one. It. it was made popular designer drug and nightclubs, according to the DEA. Because Absolutely. They have to put up with it. Yeah. The Surrey native. Oh, hey, Vlad, one of your boys. The Surrey native started <laughs> off taking five tablets every weekend before upping his regimen to 3.5 tablets. A day for the next several years. He then bumped up to an XX, a triple XL daily dose, 25 tablets, which he would take for the remainder of his freelance drug trials. <laughs> By freelance, they mean he wasn't getting paid. He was buying the drugs, taking them, and they used it. 
and they reported what yeah according to the psychiatrist with the last name i can't pronounce typical use is not every day and not the amount of tablets he was taking yeah it was extreme well this 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 actually corroborates uh, the claim that a lot of the people are making with regard to this is that it has very low toxicity they haven't found the toxicity threshold for for magic mushrooms yet they don't know at what point well, it becomes you, toxic you put them on a decently cooked hunk of <laughs> steak i'll give it a go i'll give it a shot Mr. A, <laughs> the doctor said that there was reportedly so much ecstasy in the reformers, in the reformed reveler system, that he was probably high for a few months after he called it quits. Okay. It doesn't tell me why he stopped, but he did. Okay. Mr. A also experienced a host of rather severe long-term side effects. He has bouts of tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. So he could be a Democrat. <laughs> or a Republican. Oh, oh, or one of those. <laughs> right. Is there a difference? Really? S sometimes. Quarter, head, quarter, tail. Yeah. Where was I now? Uh, bouts of tunnel vision. That's what got me in trouble. Bouts of tunnel vision, severe panic attacks. Again, either one. Depression, muscle rigidity, hallucinations, and paranoid, paranoid mm -hmm. ideation? Yes. Ideation came Doctor? up as a word during... It looks um, like ideation. Right, but it's, it makes it's, it sounds German. I had a guy look at me after a meeting one time when we were talking about some creative for this company. He goes, I just can't believe how you can ideate on the fly like that. And I looked at him and I said, beg pardon? Ideate, you know, ideation. So I said, even, you mean to generate ideas? And he goes, yeah. I said, wow, you're not doing too bad yourself. So you're making the, up words. So, the, and now it's in the dictionary and in the New York Post. Yeah. So, I mean, couldn't they just said, and even paranoia wouldn't it be the same thing? Yes. Oh, good. Other symptoms included poor concentration. Wow. Oh. And I haven't even taken ecstasy. Yeah. Are you going to do the tease? Short term memory problems. <laughs> How the hell much did you take? And disorientation uh -huh. to time. Is so it? it sounds like me on a Tuesday. I was going to say. Or a Wednesday. <laughs> or any day. Any day that ends in Y. Yes. Yes. They're still studying because they've got money to spend. Flathead Beacon Police Blotter. Thank God a bit of normalcy. 7.36 a.m. A new homeowner came home for the second day in a row to find his hose on. His huh? His hose. Off. On. Oh, good. Does he take it off at night? <laughs> no, it, the hose was on. Water was splashing. Oh, that kind of. Yeah, yeah. Was, so somebody comes and <laughs> replaces it, takes the hose off, and just lets it lay there. Yeah. 8 a.m. A suspected transient man used a house's spigot to bathe and then left the faucet on. I'm starting to connect a couple of thoughts here, and they're only four minutes apart. 7.06 a.m. Someone called to complain about the expensive hunting dog that appeared in her yard. Ah. Uh, I think it had Louis Vuitton shaved in its fur. Gucci That's the only on way one you hip. Tell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 11.43 a.m. A bottle of whiskey was left in the driveway. Well, that was obviously a mistake. Yeah, shut up about it or everybody's going to want one. 
12.44 p.m., a strange-acting man told a concerned passerby that he had been tripping for 20 years. Where did your guy live? England? Sussex. Ah, that was it. Well, <laughs> could there be know, like maybe could, could that... Sussex be like a suburb of Well, I'm thinking he teleported. <laughs> I mean, well, he could. Probably, he's probably one of the few people in the world that could. Finally, 1.50 p.m. A man called dispatch to report someone had stolen his pizza, but he successfully chased down the perpetrator, got his pie back, and wanted to press charges. Doom, 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 because that's not time-consuming BS. Yeah. After you got your pizza back. Now, okay, buddy, your pizza's going to be cold, but go ahead. Knock yourself out. Can I have a slice? Tourists visiting Indonesia. I know many of you have been wondering about this. I have been wondering about... Uh, uh, I haven't said it yet. Shut up. Oh, okay. Tourists visiting Indonesia will not be charged under a new law which will criminalize sex outside of marriage. I know you were very worried about that. Well, I was because, you know, when right after Anna and I be were very married, careful, we went camping and that's outside. Not what they mean at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the outside of when you're not. See, if marriage is here and you're not married, you'd be outside of it. Talk about single people bonking. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, well, heck, I never did that. Doing the boingo boingo with someone you're not married, married to. <laughs> the governor of Bali has no like like him. I do do what Wait, that didn't work, but the governor of Bali, which is a holiday hotspot, said authorities would not check the marital status of tourists. The law is set to take effect in three years, but could face legal challenges. Yeah, probably likely it's going to cut down on tourist rate if that if they do. That. No. Well, they're not going to charge. Well, tourists. if they're not going to charge them, then no. Yeah. It's a raft of. I love this. It's a raft of changes to the criminal code, which come after a rise in religious conservatism in the Muslim majority country. Okay. Yep. The ban on extramarital sex has grabbed most attention abroad. Don't be grabbing abroad. I mean, that'll get you in prison. Many inside Indonesia worry that other extramarital groping. Code, they're worried that other parts of the new code will be more damaging. Like, for example, you can't criticize the president or vice president. Ah. No. <laughs> the UN says the new laws would erode human rights in the country, and they're not talking about the hubba hubba. Zutzu. Officials will maintain that the legislation will uphold Indonesian values. Businesses concerned it may not help with tourism. And after the COVID pandemic, they need help with tourism. Probably. Well, well it would technically apply to everybody. Officials have tried to play down those fears. The governor says Bali is Bali as usual, which is comfortable and safe to be visited. Visitors will not be required to prove their marital status when they check in. Local officials will not carry out checks on their marital status while they're there. Indonesia's deputy justice minister promised foreigners would not be prosecuted. The only reason I like this is because they've dubbed it the Bali bonking ban, which is <laughs> nice alliteration. You know. I would have done the boinking ban. See, now the Bali boinking ban just flows. I, I love that. I like that better. Let's go with it. All right. Bali boinking it is. If you're married <laughs> or not well or a tourist this is true really news send email to titr at netradio.network <laughs>